Hey, yo, 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 what's good? Addicts gang. Um, Andrew here today talking all things AFL Supercoach. Uh, we're going to talk through the the buys are here. The dreaded buy rounds are here. It is round 12. We're going to talk about uh, how you approach the buy rounds, how I'm approaching the buy rounds. Um, we're going to talk everything round 11, some news, some trades, some uh, some overall ranks, some just everything AFL Supercoach uh, the past few weeks and to now. It's just me today. I don't have uh, my lovely co-hosts, James and Joel, with me, unfortunately. I guess they're too good doing other things, but we don't need to talk to them because they are awful at the game of Supercoach. Their ranks, I think Witty's ranked it something in the 4K, Joel's in the 8K. Um, you can follow them on Twitter at James Whitford 3 Joel at Joel Amor 9 I believe, could be wrong. But you want to be following me at Andy FB Addicts and the Twitter handle at the FB Addicts. I've been doing Supercoach polls, Supercoach, you know, my own Supercoach takes, uh, my trades and everything go on my personal accounts. Give that a follow. And, um, yeah, let's get into it. So the past month has been – I've been going pretty hard, pretty hard with the trade button. I've been giving it a fair old workout. I'm down to 12 trades. Um, but it's okay because I've been climbing in the ranks. You know, I've uh, I think three weeks ago I was four K, then I moved into like two point nine. Uh, just hit the history button here so I can give you a uh, give you a rundown of everything. Yeah, so I was at four thousand and ninety three overall, and then I moved into twenty nine twenty four overall, then I moved into two thousand and thirty seven, and now I'm into one point four K. Um, so we're moving up and I think I have, yeah, I've moved up every single week. Oh, shout out me. That's actually, that's actually pretty good. I mean, it's not that hard to do when you start out at 78K, but um, yeah, I've worked my way down to 1.4K. So maybe that does explain the, the really aggressive uh, trade button that I've been, I've been really working. Um, you know, players I've got in, uh, I got in Will Day in round seven, Jack Sinclair round eight. Oh, I paid six fifty for Jordan Dawson in round nine. Ah, oh, that's that hurts. Uh, I got Merritt in round ten, Sicily last round, which is turns out to be annoying. And the rookies I've got are like Bailey Humphrey, Harry Sharp, um, Josh Weddle, Sing Cotter, King Cotter. He's a bit of a king, Cotter. Um, Sam Simpson, Seamus Mitchell. Anyway, so that those are the kind of trades that I have been doing. They've worked out pretty well for me. Um, slowly moving up the rounds. So we will talk about uh let's let's touch on the news. Um James Sisley got a week. Really frustrating. You know, it's like it's so good when he scored 172 and I just brought him in, you know, did a did a big fist pump, was really excited. And then you see the footage of him of him hitting, I don't even remember his name. I was just annoyed. And then I'm like, oh, no, he won't get off. He, I mean, he won't get suspended. It wasn't that bad, you know, blah, blah, blah. Get suspended. Hawks don't even challenge it. Really annoying. But, I mean, 172 was, was pretty awesome. So if it's a two-round two rounds of 172. I mean, it's still pretty solid average for Sicily. Definitely a, a uh, keeper in defense. Don't trade him. Just, just hold him. It is really annoying. 
But that's how the cookie crumbles with James Sicily. Hopefully this is his one suspension for the year and we can move on. Um, but yeah, just, just a defender that can go 170 is really valuable. So I recommend holding. Um, we'll move on to Clayton Oliver. Been ruled out this week by Simon Goodwin. Um, but he's tracking to come back for the Queen's birthday game, which I believe is next round, right? Yeah, next round. Um, and then we'll have the bye. So um don't know how he'll go around 13. You might get a like a he might get uh, he won't get subbed out really. But anyway, he's gonna try play around 13. We probably knew this two round. He's gonna play in two weeks and then have the bye. So I I opted to trade. Uh, I don't like hamstring injuries. Um, you know, I accepted that I will probably not get Clayton Oliver again just with my my cash and my trades left in in the bank. But um, you know, that, that's what it is. It's a risk I'm willing to take. Uh, I don't want a Clayton Oliver that's, you know, nursing this hamstring kind of niggle throughout the run home. Could burn me. Very well aware of that. I did trade him to Sicily, which, I mean, at the time looked fantastic. Now I miss Sicily and then they're going to be back again. So maybe maybe it wasn't the right move, um, but we will see. I also brought in Bailey Humphrey, which looks like a really good move. Um kicked the dagger against against my dogs last week, which was really annoying. It was kind of like broke my heart, but then at the same time he got like thirty points from that goal, which was really helpful towards my my uh score, which I didn't even mention. I did score twenty four twenty one this week. Um which was really good apparently. You know, it was kinda I didn't think it was that impressive, but you know, moved up into the top one point five K, which I'll take every day of the week. Um Moving on to Rory Laird. Actually, I might go on the Twitter and see if the news has come out yet about his suspension. But he did get suspended for a week with his sling tackle on Laird, uh, on Neil. Um, they were challenging it. And let's go. Rory Laird got off. He's available to play this weekend. AFL, tri- AFL Tribunal have banned. Uh, ban has been overturned by the tri- uh, Rory Laird's ban has been overturned by the tribunal. I'm just a bit excited. He's available to play this weekend. I'm back up to 18 players. Really needed that. Fuck yeah, I really needed that. That's that's really lifted my mood for the night. Um, hold Laird, captain him. Let's go. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we will captain him. Talk about that later. Um, Seamus Mitchell is also uh ready. Yeah, available to play. Got through training this week. Uh. He apparently like had a bit of an injury at the end of the game there. Um, but yeah, he's ready to go. And Sean Darcy hamstring niggle obviously has the buy, but I think it will be a he'll be on the sidelines for a bit. I would look to trade him. Um yeah, and we will discuss that later. I might get into it now. I think Darcy to to Kieran Briggs would be a really savvy move uh move. Uh Briggs doesn't have the buy till round 15, so you get round 12, 13, and 14 of Kieran Briggs. Um, scores of 109 and 102, really low break even, negative like 40-something, negative 50-something. Should make 100K by then, and then you can reassess him at his buy. Could really help uh, if you pair him with, you know, a Marshall and English or Wits or whoever you have there. Um, yeah, it could really 
benefit your team during the buys, give you that cash. Uh, what is Darcy priced at? Because Briggs is a 254K and Sean Darcy is at 560. So quick math, you get 300K there. And away you go. You can, you know, just bank that and use it in the future to really help your team. And then hopefully Briggsy gets up to, you know, 400K would be awesome. And then you can uh, offload him to a to a ruck of your choice. Um, so that that is how I would be attacking the Sean Darcy situation. Other news is Jack McRae, shout out, got um, forward DPP status. He looks like a must-have, but it's really awkward because he has that dreaded round 15 buy, which looks really bad for my team. Don't know how you guys are coping with that. I think I only have 13 available at the minute. Um, so it's going to be really dire for me. Um, so I don't think I can get him, but I would really endorse Jack McRae. He's looked really good um, the past few weeks. He's just getting the ball more. He's obviously a good user. Really like Jack McRae moving forward on the run home. Uh, Max Gorn and Sam Walsh did not get forward DBP, and they were really they were highlighted a lot by people on Twitter, people in the in the quote unquote no of Supercoach. Um, really thought they were going to get DPPs. They did not. Uh, Gorn's off my list now. Sam Walsh still uh, could be a really good midfielder. Top. Top ten kind of kind of guy, um, you know if he's if he's who you want, he's go get him. There's nothing against Sam Walsh, um, just has that round fifteen buy, which could be a bit awkward. But maybe it's just my team. I don't know. Um, but basically, what I would recommend is is what I did last night is just write down your players that are available and not available for each buy round, so round 12, 13, 14, 15. and then you can really see who you can who you can target and how many you've got playing and just try to get close to that round 18, uh, that 18 playing number as you can. Um, yeah. So I will talk about some trading options. Um, I think this week avoid upgrading as much as possible because um, I mean, unless you're really solid for the round 15 buyer kind of, don't hate that move but for me I'm you know really dicey that round so I'm just I'm just not gonna upgrade I don't really see the point of it uh you just bring in a player that's not going to be available for you in a few weeks uh it's really not optimal for your team I am instead just gonna fix some rookies on my bench I'm just gonna go Matt Roberts from Sydney he's got that knee injury no certainty to come back when he is healthy I think it's still you know six to eight weeks away. Uh, and I'm going straight to Eddie Ford. Looks good. Um, you know, I thought he would be a bit sketchy just playing forward line for the north, but he really gets up the ground um, and gets involved, and that, that's what you want. Really good player. Uh, I mean, he looked good on the weekend against Collingwood, which is probably the hardest matchup in the game at the minute. And, um, yeah, I liked what I saw. I really endorse him as a forward, 123K. Um, Briggs, as I said, I do like him, but if you're like me, you don't really have that avenue to him. Um, I just stay away. It doesn't really do anything for my team. You know, I'm rocking Rowan Marshall, Tim English, Nick Madden. Um, and, you know, my rookies aren't 
don't have enough money to just, you know, go to him straight away. I don't really make money from that trade. Um, the only really reason I would bring in Briggs is if you had um, Sean Darcy. Um, yeah, that's really the only way I would look to bring Briggs in. Looks like he's going to make a lot of cash though, which could be handy. And uh, I just, I don't know, looks to be scoring well. You know, he could give you 85 plus each week and could be really handy. Um, next is George Wardlaw. I'm looking to not bring Wardlaw in. I think he's a fine, fine player to bring in. Uh, high draft pick for the Kangas. Looks good in the midfield there. Uh, they do still have Luke Davies Uniac to come back. Don't know what that will do to his role, but I think they're going to play the kids. I don't, they can't, you know, foresee him getting dropped at all. Um, yeah, he looks fine at the level. I think he'll pump out, you know, 60 to 70s regularly. Um, Pies are just a really hard matchup, uh, which could explain his 40 score this week. Um, I just don't have anyone to really trade to him. Um, and my round 15 buy is really shit as it is, so I don't really want to add to that. And yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay away, but I would endorse bringing him in. Um, now let's get into some players that people I've seen are looking to trade out, and it's like Will Ashcroft. Um, I kind of like this move. I like this move. Uh, 109 break even. Uh, who's he got this week? Oh, he's got the buy this week. Yeah, perfect time to trade him. He was a a cash cow at the start of the year. He is, you know. He's max price. I traded him a few weeks ago, which really looks to be not the right move. 420K. I mean, man, that is a lot of money, and I would love to have it. I would go, you know, you could even upgrade him um, to a round 15 premium if you're good for that buy. Uh, otherwise, you could just go him straight to Eddie Ford, to Wardlaw, uh, bank some cash, and get, get ready to really target some players in the next few rounds, which I will mention. Um, yeah, it could really springboard you to just pick off players as they come off their buy, which is what we're trying to do at this at this point in the point in the year. Um, Matt Johnson, I just hold. Uh, he's got that seventy two in his cycle now. Played reasonably well. I think he would be someone to hold, someone to make a bit more money. Um, Sam Simpson is one you could trade if he's not named this week, and then has the buy. Could just give him the flick. Um, same with same with Sin Sin Cotter. Kind, I'm just I'm just holding these guys this week, just hoping they get named. Um, and just targeting forward. But obviously, you could trade trade these players. Um, Rory Atkins, I would look to trade. Uh, lost the role. I watched that that Dog Suns game. Obviously, I'm a Dogs fan, and he just wasn't anywhere near it. Um, didn't look the same. You know, he was starting to really come good and look really promising for like a, you know, 70, 80 kind of, kind of guy. And then just didn't touch it. Joel Jeffrey kind of stole his role, looked like he did the previous rounds and he even got subbed out, which is not great. Um, Yeah. I would, I'd look to trade to a Ford, to a Wardlaw, to a Briggs um, and just build that war chest for the upcoming rounds. And that's the overall theme of this podcast. I want you to guys to, um, Understand your team's situation throughout these buy rounds. Uh, target or identify your weak buy rounds. So for me, 
I'm pretty good this week. And I think everyone is pretty good in round 13 with just the Suns and Cats on by. And for me, it gets real dicey. I mean, round 14, I have 16 right now, which I can really, um, I can navigate that pretty well with trades and stuff. But for me, in round 15, I only have 13 available. So I am going to have to address that as best I can. I would recommend you guys doing that. And yeah, just avoid upgrades this week. Um, because, you know, your play is not going to be available for you in the next few weeks. And I just don't really see the point. Hold trades. Trades are low at the minute. Um, and just, just yeah, sit on your hands and and wait. Unless, I mean, unless you need the numbers for this week, I, I guess it makes sense. Like if this is your bad buy in round 15, you have, you know, 20 available somehow, around 14, for example, you could look to um, upgrade someone into into this round who has the buy then but yeah i kind of like just downgrading this week and getting ready to upgrade people off their buy get that extra extra premium on everyone if you will um so strategy bring in eddie ford is operation for me and wardlaw or briggs if you can do so um and then Next week, it is just the Suns and Cats who have the buy. Um, I think you could look at bringing in a... Yeah, the mid-season draft is also happening this week. I think it's tomorrow or Thursday night. Um, so we could get some debutantes, um, which would be really handy. So optimally, you're looking for a rookie that is playing for the Swans, Frio, Brisbane, and the other team. And the Saints, uh, that would be really handy because then you could bring in them. Or there's this Lachlan McAndrew, which obviously he hasn't been lighting the world on fire, but he is a Swans rookie, forward, forward ruck, 123K. Um, scores have been bad, but, you know, would be available for the rest of the buyers because he's just had his. Someone you could look to bring in along with a Lockie Neal, a Jack Steele, Andy Brayshaw, Caleb Sarong, kind of type, Jack Sinclair. Um, that's how I would be attacking that round. And then similarly in the next round, um, you could you could look to bring in those players again. Hopefully another rookie from those teams pops up and you could attack them. Um, otherwise, you could just hold in that round, which I think I am leaning towards doing uh, just because I've – Definitely got 18 premiums in that round. I don't really have any cats or sons. I'm not a I'm not a king with like Noah Anderson or Matt Rowell. Uh, I do have Tom Stewart, I guess. Um, but you know, I'm not a guy with Jeremy Cameron or anything like that. So I'm pretty pretty sweet for those round that that round, round 13. And then round 14 is where it gets pretty interesting um the teams that are gone in that round are the crows the bombers the pies the hawks the d's and the eagles a perfect time in this round to trade your Seamus mitchell's josh weddles um people asking do we trade will day if you're still not happy with him and you have the trades now would be at his buy would be the perfect time to do so um and Obviously, you're targeting these these names that I have mentioned because they have already had their buy. So it's, you know, the Jack Steels, if you like him. Callum Mills, if he's back. 
Uh, Jake Lloyd, if you fancy him. Chad Warner. Uh, Lockie Neal, I think I said that. Um, Jeremy Cameron could be interesting, I guess. Uh, Andy Brayshaw, Caleb Strong, if you have the money. Jack Sinclair. You know, these kind of players that have already had their buy. Um, I really like that targeting those kind of guys. And then the dreaded round 15 buy, which is Carlton, North Melbourne, Western Bulldogs, Port Adelaide, Richmond, GWS. A um, lot of forward line players there. You know, Rosie, Taranto, Cogs, Sheasel. They're all gone. I probably missed some. Um, then you've still got the Dogs players, Tim English, Jack McCray, Bont, very popular. Um, yeah going to be tough to navigate this round for me and hopefully hopefully not you guys but um i think the best way to navigate this round would be to uh offload oh geez it's gonna be so hard um because i don't really have anyone to actually trade out in this round but my thinking is maybe if you're really desperate get rid of sheasel um if you're not happy with him or Eddie Ford and George Wardlaw, who you've just brought in and hopefully they can, they can help you get, get to someone and targets in this round. I mean, the, you know, you're spoiled with options really for me. I'm, I think I'm going to look at Darcy Cameron, who is going to be very cheap by this point. Just come off his buy, had a rest, give that, give that injury a bit more rest. Hopefully it looks a bit better than he has a few weeks but the main thing is he gives you that that ruck cover, which could be really handy on the way home. Should be like 450K. Won't cost that much to go Eddie Ford to him. And, yeah, it looks to be really good. Um, other trades could be just simply swapping rookies to help you get the numbers. You know, like these dead rookies, like uh, looks to be Sharp, Drury, um for me, Wagner, for others like Sturt. Um, but then you could also target, I forgot to mention this, but round 13, Nat 5 could be an interesting trading option to help people with these last two buy rounds. Um, looked pretty good for the first half of last game. 244K, uh, break even in the 20s. Um, mid forward could be handy. Could be a handy like M10, F7 kind of swing. Uh, towards the towards the back half of the year, um, people low on trades, low on cash gen, like myself, could be really, really handy and someone you could trade. I don't know Sam Simpson to if he doesn't really look like he's going to get a game anymore, or one of the Hawk boys get a little bit of cash and uh, could help you on the way home. Um, but yeah, just basically thinking like that, thinking to get get out these players on their buy for players who have already had their buy and just navigating which players to target uh, because of because of the buy. It's going to be really hard this year. Um, I hope this little little fun Supercoach pod helps. I, uh, yeah, I was just um, bored on a Tuesday night and thought I'd jump on. Uh, basic, basic summary is uh, target Eddie Ford this week. Um, I would trade Will Ashcroft. Um, or fix up the bench, like the rookies on your bench that are just dead for me, Matt Roberts. Um, for you, it could be, you know I mean, it could be anyone there. There's so many that are just doing nothing for us. And then 
uh, maybe sit on your hands uh, for the next next week when it's just cats and sons. Maybe bring in that five or someone like that that could help you in the in the future rounds. Because um, the rookies there do not look great. Um, but then we could look to go round fourteen, like a Seamus Mitchell to uh, who's that cats guy? It's like Mullen, I think. Uh, Oisin Mullen, 102k defender could be really handy to just go Weddle to him and then Seamus Mitchell to you know any premium you want. I like Lockie Neal there the most. Um, but you know, if you like Andy Brayshaw, Caleb Sarong, um, Jack Sinclair, Jack Steele, Callum Mills, you know, go for your life. And then the last buy round looking to trade those kangaroo boys. Um, or anyone else that's just there just to help you with those um, those numbers, which which is where the Will Ashcroft money could really come in handy by just going all the way down. So then you can help yourself to anyone you want at that buy round because it looks really hard to actually trade out people for people that have already had their buy. Um, just because just looking at it, it's a lot of premiums that are gone and not many rookies that are actually gone. But um, I hope this pod helps helps you. Um, after the buy targets, you could be looking at uh, like Patrick Cripps. Um, I mean, anyone that's on that last uh, buy round. You know, Zach Butters looks like the most informed player of the comp. You could get him. Um, uh, who else is on that buy? The Dogs, I mean... You could get anyone from the dogs. They're all superstars and um, and keep going. But I won't waste any more of your time. Um, the buy rounds are stressful. If you're thinking you're struggling, trust me, you're not alone. Everyone should be struggling. I think if you can get 18 players in each buy round, you're doing so good this year. It's a really hard year to navigate with the dead cash and dead rookies everywhere. Um yeah, enjoy your Tuesday night. For uh, my fellow Rory Laird owners, we did it. We beat the tribunal. Um, yeah, have a good night. I hope you climb the ranks. I hope you enjoyed this little fun pod just talking about my plans throughout the buys and what I'm doing this week. Um, just recapping, follow me on the Twitter at AndyFBAddicts. Follow the main account at TheFBAddicts. Follow my guys, Witty and Joel. Um, yeah, we are the super coaches at the Fantasy Addicts. And um, yeah, I'm going to sign out. Good luck. Any questions, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. Um, yeah, I love talking super coach to everyone. And um, yeah, have a lovely night. Go, dogs. Oh, before I sign out, vice captain, captains, almost got the most important, important thing. Um, for me, I mean, you can you can loophole anyone before the last bounce of the game. So, for me, I'm looking at uh, the dogs never really play well against the cats. Gee, we're dollar sixty favorites. Interesting. I uh, kind of like Dacos against against the West Coast Eagles on uh, Saturday afternoon. Um, these Petrarca. We'll go pretty big there. You know, would like that on the Friday night, but I don't own him. Uh, Butters, really good vice-captain option. 
uh, Tom Mitchell, uh, no, Tom Stewart kills us all the time. He's a sneaky, but I do like the Adelaide Crow boys, Jordan Dawson, Rory Laird against the Suns on the Saturday night as well. And our favorite fallback captain could be Zach Merritt, Sunday Avo. Really don't enjoy falling back on the Sunday Avo captain, but I think it is something you could do. Um, Tim Taranto, revenge game against the Giants. He's in hot form. Don't hate that. Um, otherwise, Tom Green, Cogs against the Tigers. Everyone seems to put up big numbers against the Tigers. Zach Merritt, uh, the Port boys all did well last week against them. Um, yeah, I think this week's pretty good week for captains. Me personally, I think I'm going to go, I think I'm going to avoid Bont and I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, Jordan Dawson into Zach Merritt. Um, yeah, I think that looks pretty good for me, but I also do like Petraka or Butters if you have them. I don't. I like Tom Stewart as a sneaky option. I like Dacos. Um, and yeah, I really think Merritt goes pretty big on the Sunday Arvo for us all, but that will do for the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, and it helps you navigate the buyers. Think about how you're going to, uh, trade and get through it. And, um, yeah, hopefully you can all get to full premium. I've got 12 trades to upgrade three more people. I think I can do it just, but might have to scab out on a few options, but, I'll leave it there. Thank you for listening. Talk to you on the next one. Bye.